Hey guys, my name is Shakya and you're listening to Api Gay. This is Api Gay, a podcast about our lives as two brown queer women. Join us as we document our relationship, delving into the prejudices and stereotypes that surround our culture. My name is Sudara and this is Shakya. In our communities, the ideology of white supremacy translates into something that we would identify as colorism. that is discrimination against darker skin tones and a bias towards lighter skin within the same race Udar and I both experience it and without realizing it I have been responsible of sustaining it however this summer something clicked and we began having conversations it all came about through Udar's obsession with tanning without a doubt colorism played an interesting role in our relationship and we're going to tell you all about it so sit back and relax and welcome to Happy Gay ഫ്രണ്ട്സ്റ്റ്രൈസർ Oh you've gotten so pale since the last time I saw you you're very beautiful Then after a few days after some days at the beach swimming around in the water going around town with my grandma I get tanned obviously there is barely any sun in the UK so obviously when I go back my skin tone gets darker and i love it i personally love getting back to my natural skin tone that i had before i came here it makes me feel really at home but then i see these people again my family friends my relatives and they say oh what a shame you've gotten darker and it's as if they're saying you've gotten uglier and I can hear it from the sound of their voice that they mean that it's really sad to see for me um because it really doesn't affect me at all I love my skin tone it's so fucking beautiful um and it doesn't matter if it changes because it that's inevitable your skin tone will change throughout your life so it's actually not a shame I'm happy about it and I'd wish you'd be too. One thing I love about Dara but also feel jealous of is how much she loves her skin color. When we spent our summer together, whenever we would go outside in the sun and get tanned, she would come back home and spend hours admiring her tan lines in front of the mirror and then she would text all her friends and show it off to everybody. But I'm not like that. I love outdoors, but always felt something pulling me back from really enjoying the sun. For Dara, the sun kissed her skin, but for me I felt battered by the sun. But how like how do you think? How did you did you ever th- 
thought about your skin color when you were little? No, definitely not. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I just, I don't know, I had fun with my friends. We, I don't know, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents and... Obviously, they weren't really bothered about it, except, like, the comment here and there about people's skin color and, like, comparing people's skin color mostly. Mm. But it's not like they, I don't think, they necessarily discriminated based on it. Mm. I mean, my grandma was a teacher at the school, so um, I like to think that she had a very, I don't know, she has a more open mindset. Mm. Yeah, definitely coming from Colombo. Yeah. I was exposed to it way when I was way younger. Mm, I can imagine. Mm. I think for me, I we had uh, we had like this um, we had like the dialogue TV, oh, yeah. which is like a satellite TV. So as a child, I remember just watching lot of TV and a lot of cartoons and mm-hmm. a lot of like Bollywood movies because mm-hmm. um, there, there were channels that mm-hmm. showed Bollywood movies all day long um, also in Sri Lanka like generally say like in the weekends they show Bollywood movies um, so I think I did watch a lot of Bollywood movies and mm. a lot of western western cartoons but I think it's mainly the Bollywood movies that was very toxic. Because I, like, I remember mm. seeing these like, very fast-skinned women dancing to item oh, songs. Yeah. And, like, men throwing their money. Or all the, yeah. every single character that I watched, every single female lead in Bollywood movies, like, that I watched back then, mm. were all very light-skinned women. So, I don't know, they definitely established. Yeah. Like, it was definitely yeah. established in my mind that you need to be light-skinned to be mm-hmm. sexually desirable, if you know what I mean. So, how do we... So, I want to ask, how do we feel about brown women being seen as sexually desirable or being seen as sexual beings? Yeah, you know, going going back to the whole like the point about seeing light skinned women mm-hmm. on media. I don't think growing up I ever saw, especially especially dark women. Yeah. Um, as sexual beings, like I, I, to be honest, I never saw them on screen anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, Bollywood movies have very light skinned people. Very, yeah. very. Um, but I don't think I've ever really seen dark women on TV being represented as sexual beings. People with, when I say sexual beings, mm. I mean beings. Yeah, <laughs> when I say sexual beings, I mean women with desires and, you know, just want to have sex. Mm. It's really interesting. Like, I know we talk about, we differentiate light and dark skin colored brown mm. women. Um but isn't it how do we no but how do we really define that like us differentiating that isn't that feeding the problem as discussed before in the conversation it seemed that we were separating brown women into two categories into lighter and darker skinned women and i feel like that is where 
we need to improve because talking about this issue from a us and them perspective won't be helping anything it is embedded in our cultures and our economic systems and therefore for the everyday person this is a hard issue to try to solve i i don't i think you know i it's it's important that we kind of do differentiate because in a way a lot of women with dark skin tones are being discriminated mm. against mm i agree for their skin tone but it's but we have to i think more than differentiating we have to break down i don't instead ah oh, it's it's very hard it's is a is a very complex no for sure it's very complex i think i what when i say dark skin i mean seeing a woman with my skin tone um a brown woman with my skin tone being represented um on 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 media being shown on media yeah i know I, like i understand that but how do we approach this topic um without differentiating women and not not degrading those with a lighter skin tone oh no for sure not yeah i know that's that's a very that's very difficult because it's like the whole point of colorism is that i don't think we shouldn't necessarily put down brown women with lighter skin tones right yeah, yeah. and i'm sure they had to go through so much to even get there i agree yeah um and it's it's just i think in a way it's also important for us to differentiate say if mm-hmm. we don't differentiate between black and white women there yeah. won't be i guess it's is similar to the all lives matter kind of um yeah. i don't know the problem around all lives matter because all lives do matter but then some lives in in our society matter less um and yeah so we should highlight and we should should we pos- positively discriminate i think so i think it's i think it's important mm. when we point out that you know point out that someone possibly got a role in a movie because mm. they have lighter skin but then then do you think we'll start having more token brown people or token dark skin colored people just because but the thing is it, that's how it starts mm. you know i like guess even, that's the that's the that's what needs to happen in order for it to be normal i think it's like a necessary step yeah mm, i think more the problem is the the beauty companies in sri lanka or the ones that advertise their products in sri lanka or you mean like this fair huh yeah fair and lovely Skin i mean also and ponds ponds yeah. creams mm. they always have on their adverts like the comparison be- before and after pictures oh and my it's like god a slightly darker person and then they become like miraculously white and yeah yeah that really makes me angry and for a child to see that obviously they would think that they need to be the after picture they need to be like the after picture. i grew up with this mm. crap mm-hmm. yeah 
No, quite literally, because I, mm. I grew up with this, right? And when I was researching for this yeah. um, conversation, I, I went to, I, I looked on YouTube for yeah, skin whitening yeah. advertisements, um, advertisements yeah. for skin whitening products. And there were so many Sri Lankan ones where they were like, there were so many, there, there were so many advertisements where they were like, this skin color that you see mm-hmm. is not your actual um, skin tone. You were just, you were just battered mm-hmm. by the sun. Um, but then mm-hmm. they like turn their hand around. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously it's lighter. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is your actual yeah. skin tone, like the light one. Yeah, what is no even idea. actual skin tone? The truth is that you don't have one real skin tone. Imagine a beach of pebbles. That's what Sri Lanka to me looks like. There are people with all kinds of different skin tones, and each and every one of us has different skin tones in our own bodies. What is not exposed to the sun is light, and what is exposed to the sun is darker. But sometimes it doesn't even have to be that way, like our armpits. The truth is that there is no actual skin tone. Although we live in the UK and are identified as people of colour with our own set of challenges, if we were to live in Sri Lanka, it is sad to think that even then our skin tones would limit our privilege to a certain degree. The light brown palette of skin tones I see on Sri Lankan television always fail to reflect what Sri Lanka actually looked like to me. I think media and global corporations like Unlever and ideas of skin colour which are being passed down through generations and shared in our society, have really shaped my prejudices against darker skin tones. I am not the enemy here. In fact, it's interesting to think that I am the victim of my own prejudices. It's a journey. It's, that, it's definitely a journey for me. I'm not where you are. Um, so for whoever's listening, um, I wish that you know that you are on a journey. Um, you won't necessarily be as confident as Udara is, <laughs> but you won't be, I don't know, maybe you'll, you, maybe you're like me. When we were talking about this, I think one thing I realized was that I myself, for some, I, I myself do things that help sustain this toxic culture. Um, I do things like, you know, even calling my mom. Suduamma, you know, just I do things without realizing that does it perpetuate? I do things. Okay, I think I think Shakya Shakya can't get her words out right now, <laughs> but she's basically saying that she does things that perpetuates the idea that lighter skinned women are more beautiful than darker skinned women, and I think we're all in a way, responsible for that, that we have internalized colorism, that our parents or our relatives influence what we think of others and ourselves. And it's really hard to break out of that. I think I was just a stubborn child most of the time. That Yeah, and it, I think also it kind of stems from your own insecurities. For me, oh, definitely. say even like being scared of getting tanned it's mm. it definitely comes from my own insecurities about yeah. my own skin about my skin tone 
Yeah. Um, but I think having conversations like this is very important. Um, yeah. Because you get to break down. You get to you get to break down your thinking. Thoughts. Yeah. Your internal your thinking, thinking mostly. Yeah. Yeah. And really, yeah. sort of dig deep into where and why you think but what you I think. think yeah. Exactly. As a child, I had this very rebellious attitude that I wouldn't take on any comments that people made about my skin. And when someone said something about someone else's, I would try to flip that round and make it a compliment instead to their character or to their skin tone. And and I think that people know that they're in the wrong about this, in a sense. Even older people. My grandma has certainly changed her attitude when it has come to my skin color. And when I go to the beach and tan a lot because I'm just playing around in the ocean. So I think people can change and it takes even one individual to change the attitude of many people. Just simply by appreciating women for who they are. And even a simple compliment can go a long way for someone who's struggling with their skin tone or image. That can really help somebody. And I may be a dreamer for saying this, but when we make it normal for people to dream big dreams, to think that people can change people's perspective on issues like this and once we create the space to allow people to dream that is a power that we can instill in our communities and our families and our friendship groups hey guys we've reached the end of our first episode thank you so much for listening commenting sharing it honestly means a lot to me and Udara. We hope to see you guys soon with our second episode on how we dealt with homophobia in our families. So keep an eye on for that and we'll see you guys soon. Take care.